What is up, guys? Back with another episode of the podcast. In this one, just me, a little solo episode, nice little casual chat. Do these every couple months or so. Honestly, want to start doing them more often, but just like the rest of my content, I'd love to be more consistent, um, but can never seem to get into a full rhythm. But uh, it's been good. It's been solid. I'll touch on that a little bit later in this episode. But uh, just again, a little life update. What's been happening um, with me, with Quinnipiac, with everything going on obviously midway through summer it is absolutely crazy that it's already july so uh just just crazy that it's uh almost the end of the summer and before we know it'll be preseason and then i'll be getting into a new season um which is absurd just how fast everything has been going but uh the first thing i want to say before we get into the rest of the podcast is just a thank you to anyone who listens watches comments on the youtube um obviously watches the youtube videos listens to this podcast um has literally consumed anything that i've ever put out i really do appreciate it it was really cool um this past recruiting period um i had a couple of people come up to me um whether they be coaches or even just players just to say thank you and obviously i could not stand and talk to them for any length of time but anybody that came up to me at least like it was like four or five people which blows my mind um from the west coast from you know far far away nowhere near connecticut have come up to me and just talked about a video that they watched whether it was when i was a player or a grad assistant um or one of the day in the life youtube videos had come up to me and said that that video had an impact on them or you know influenced them to get into coaching or it kind of answered some questions that they might have had and obviously players as well um whether they've seen a tiktok or a couple parents who have you know gotten some advice from something that i've put out so that's why i do it um um, obviously, I absolutely love the video editing process. I love talking to people, um, interviewing people, learning, um, but just putting out content has been awesome for me, and I'm so, so glad that I started doing it a couple years ago. Um, obviously, my senior year um, when I was finishing my playing career is when I really started the, the vlog and then obviously turned it into the podcast now, and um, all that stuff has just been awesome just to kind of see where it's come and who it's connected me with. So just wanted to say that quickly, but Jumping into the meat of the podcast, I just want to touch on the first part of the summer session and kind of how we divide our summer sessions here at Quinnipiac. So um, every school kind of does their summer process differently. We have summer session one and summer session two. So essentially summer session one starts um, almost at like the end of May. I think it was right after Memorial Day or right before, I can't really remember exactly now, um, but kind of goes five weeks um, right into like the middle of June, end of June. Um, so that was summer session one. We had just a couple kids up. Um, in the past, we've kind of done it differently. Sometimes we've made it mandatory to be up for both, um, but mostly in the past we have made summer one pretty optional so that the kids get to go home for a little while, kind of decompress. Um, it's much needed time. And if you're a baller and you're a hooper and you care, you're going to be working out just as hard at home as you would be um, up at school. So we give our kids some freedom and some time with their families and stuff. Um, but that was summer one. And for the for a coach's perspective, summer one is awesome because you get to catch up on a lot of the stuff that kind of gets thrown to the back burner um, or gets you know pushed underneath the rug um, because you just don't have time to necessarily get to it or it's just not made a priority um, and for me that is a hundred percent true just stuff like you know admin stuff that maybe you need to catch up on some notes um, or put some more bio information in for recruiting stuff um, whether it's you know computer work or like contract stuff that needs to be signed with certain apps or um, companies that you're working throughout the year, um, just checking the renewals, all that sort of stuff. Um, but for me, that, those, uh, 
those three weeks where we had just a couple kids up, we were still doing workouts, small group workouts with them. Um, but it was just a little bit less chaotic, a little bit less going on. Um, obviously they had a couple of recruiting periods in between there for the weekend, but overall on a day-to-day basis, I had much more time to actually sit down, look at my computer, look at what I needed to do from a housekeeping perspective without interruption. Um, and again, as a college coach, you don't get that much time, um, especially if you're a head coach. I don't even know how head coaches do it, but from an assistance perspective, um, for me, it was awesome. I actually got to clean up my desktop a little bit, organize some of my files, get some shit together that you know had, had been missing for a while, kind of figure that out. Um, so from my perspective, it was awesome because I got to spend some time doing that kind of admin and just getting myself organized and prepared more so for summer session two when all of our kids would be back. So um, along with catching up on all of the administrative stuff, I actually also ran my own player development clinic. Um, Adelie Martucci, who played with me for two years at Quinnipiac, she was two years older than me, was a huge factor, probably the factor in getting us to the Sweet 16 um, in 2017 when she hit the big corner three against uh, Miami and then she had the big time block against Marquette. So Addie, shout out to you. Um, She is uh, in the record books of Quinnipiac for for good reason. Um, So she actually helped me run this clinic. And again, it was my first time kind of leading anything. I've obviously been a counselor. I've been a helper um, at a lot of different things in the past. But this was the first time I kind of had the itch to start my own um, little player development clinic that we ran up at Quinnipiac. Um, And Coach Fabry was nice enough to just kind of let me run with it and uh, let me kind of do it. So it was really cool. Um, It was small group. Again, I think we had six or seven kids for the first session and then like seven or eight for the second session. So very, very small group, which I loved. Um, Honestly, there was one session where only five kids could come. And I actually thought that that was probably the best session because there was so much more individual teaching. Um, Obviously, when you have, you know, seven or eight kids, you can do a little bit more competitive um, and competing stuff. But um, the, the, the point behind this clinic was really to make it about skill development and teaching, be able to stop and correct, as opposed to feeling like there's a bunch of there's, you know, 25 kids, and they're all standing in line, and they're bored. It wasn't about entertainment. It wasn't about just throwing the rolling the balls out and letting them run up and down. They can find a lot of other camps and a lot of other, you know, opportunities to do that. This was really about teaching. And it was nice because we had mostly kids of the same um, skill level, um, all pretty much going into high school or playing high school who probably be playing varsity. So they're into basketball, they're playing AAU. Um, and it was really, really beneficial, uh, hopefully for them, hopefully they felt the same way. I've heard a lot of good feedback about it, but it was even more beneficial for me to have to run my own clinic. And again, it was only two hours, two hours. It was, uh, there was four sessions, um, up at night, um, in the evenings. But for me, from a growth standpoint of having to plan out the compliance stuff, get all the forms, figure out the gym space, like stuff that I just have never done before. Um, and just being able to figure out who to go to for what it was kind of a big step for me. And it doesn't really seem like a big deal, but just when the first time you do it, you're always a little bit nervous, you know, is anyone going to sign up? Who's going to show up? You know, are are they going to like it? Um, so I'm really, really glad I took that step. 
um, in coaching this year and kind of running my own thing. And then at the same time, it was even better for me from a coaching perspective of having to plan out the session. It was two hours. So it wasn't like just, you know, 45 minutes to an hour where you can kind of get away with some BS. Like we had to fill two hours of time and make the progressions make sense. Like that's important from the warm up in the beginning to adding in some, obviously some concepts and some conceptual um, decision-making work towards the end, some shooting to hit on. Um, so all of that, it was great for me to have to be able to plan, to plan each session, make each session kind of flow off of the other so that there was a big picture and there was a point of, you know, when each session ended, the kids knew exactly what we worked on that day and could carry it over into the next one. So that was even more important. It was great to have to use my own voice. Um, obviously Addie helping me as well, doing a lot of the ball handling stuff, but making sure I'm communicating effectively, being clear, being concise, um, and not assuming that they know everything that I'm saying in terms of terminology. I feel like that's definitely one of my weaknesses is, you know, you, you say, you say a term and you're just, or you, you say a uh, spot on the floor and you automatically assume that the kid knows exactly what you're talking about. And then two seconds later, they look at you like you're crazy. And you're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. I never actually told you, you know, where the break is or the slot or the rail. Everyone has different terminology. So I think just moving forward to, and looking down the road of obviously our freshman just got here, which I'm going to get to, um, got here last week. Like you got to start from square one in terms of that kind of stuff. You can't assume that kids just know exactly what you're talking about because everyone's terminology is different um, and obviously the type of setting of basketball setting they've been in has been different so I think starting from square one in that aspect of explaining everything um, from dribble moves to finishing moves to um, locations on the court like I was saying is important so that you're all on the same page because especially with kids in middle school and high school like they're nervous to ask questions so they probably won't even say that they don't know it you know they're just going to assume they're going to take it their best guess um, so just making sure that they're comfortable and they know what's going on too, I thought was a big part. So for me, that was great having to use my voice, teach, um, and again, just follow progressions and make sure that these kids were getting the most out of those sessions. And I definitely plan to do some more. I don't know if it's going to be this summer. We've got kind of a lot going on. I don't want to overload myself too, too much, but I'm really, really glad I did it. Benefits me benefited Addy, it benefited Quinnipiac, because again, these these are kids who are loyal Quinnipiac fans who we hope are going to come to a bunch of games this season, and they got to work out on a college court, which is pretty cool. They also went home with a player development plan, so a packet of drills that they can use. That was really one of one of the big things that I wanted to make this. I didn't want it to be, you know, two nights where, you know, they feel like they got better on the two nights, but, like, what are they doing afterwards? Where where can they carry some of this stuff over? Where are they going to continue to practice it? Because you're not going to get that much better at anything in two days, in my, in my opinion. Um, of course, we can make some tweaks. We can give them some teaching points, but unless you're going to apply it for the long term and you're going to work on it day after day, week after week, month after month, that's when the real change happens. So I hope that they were able to take those plans home and kind of apply um, some of the the basic and the general stuff and the teaching points that we told them, but are able to put way more reps into it for the rest of the summer. So that's it on that. Other than that, in summer, in the first half of summer, along with getting all the logistical stuff done, running my own pl- um, player development clinic, I felt like I got back on the content grind, which is my absolute favorite thing. It makes me go, um, I'm in a good headspace when I'm putting out a lot of content, and when I'm watching film and I'm dialed in, 
and I'm producing stuff. Like having to watch clinics or watching film, not having to, I did not mean to say having to, being able to watch film, watch clinics, consume information, and then be able to kind of turn something in, make something out of it, create something out of it, be able to explain it back, whether it's in an Instagram post, a YouTube uh, vlog, talking about something, um, you know, a podcast, whatever it might be. Like that's how I learned to apply it. A lot of times it's easy to get caught up and I'm guilty of it still too, of like consuming so much info, but what are you doing with that information? How am I making sure that it's really sinking in? So it's really cool when I've watched something on film and then, you know, maybe in that clinic that night, something similar happens and I can recognize that concept and be able to talk or explain it, um, because I had learned it prior or I'd been exposed to it prior. So back on the content grind, again, the YouTube vlogs, I've been on my shit with that um the last two months or so I'm gonna have more of them coming out this summer especially with our new squad back they are they're kids that are eager and excited to be on camera which is cool um not everybody usually loves that but uh they they love it and they're into it so I think it's a really cool um it's great for recruiting in terms of being able to send out videos to kids who might want to see kind of what behind the scenes looks like um and it's great for just documenting life I've touched on that it's awesome to be able to go back, you know, four, five years and imagine, you know, 10, 15 years down the road when I want to see where I was at at one point in time and, you know, the good and the bad. And I'm pretty transparent on there, kind of share a little bit of everything. So, um, yeah, that I've been really consistent with. Um, and obviously the podcast I've been fairly consistent with, going to try and bang some more out throughout the course of the summer. But, uh, yeah, the content makes me go. Um, and it, keep, it keeps me, you know, keeps me from getting too, too bored, um, during the day. Cause there's always something I could be working on, especially in the summer on the weekends. That's when I really try and focus a lot on the content stuff because Monday through Friday, I really have to, I dial in on Quinnipiac and how are we getting better as a team? How are we getting better as a program? But it's also nice on the side on the weekends to kind of be able to do my own thing a little bit and be able to um, watch film feel like I'm getting better as a coach overall so a couple recommendations for you guys some stuff that I've watched lately um, first of all I would just subscribe to coaching you plus so it's an app um, you can download it I guess on your computer your iPhone iPad um, first of all I would every college coach should have an iPad um, if you if you're someone that works out and likes to watch um, clinics or videos or anything like that the iPad has been the best investment I have made in years um, probably ever honestly because I I do a ton of cardio or incline walk, stairmaster, whatever it might be, like low intensity, steady state. Um, literally, at least an at least an hour a day minimum. Sometimes I'm there twice. You guys know that, but that's my time where I will put on a clinic, I will put on some film, and that's where I'm really like in the zone, able to watch, learn, and be uninterrupted. And I'm doing that on the iPad with the big screen. It's awesome. You can save stuff on there. You can mark it up, um, you know, with the Apple Pencil and whatever. But uh, okay, I'm getting off on a tangent. But the dusty. May clinic that's on coaching you um, it was unbelievable. It was Dusty May talking about defensive concepts. I think it was actually two years ago, so it wasn't like just a response to them being in the Final Four. Of course, they're going to have Dusty May on. No, no, no. It was a defensive concept clinic from two years ago, um, and he just shares some different ideas that are kind of anti what we've been taught. Um, from, you know, the ground level up in terms of like on the line, up the line or, um, you know, pack line, like just kind of totally different. Um, and it was really, really interesting. And I totally agreed with certain uh, aspects of it and was really, really intrigued by it. I actually watched it twice because I needed to really to dial in on some of the stuff he was saying, but that's on coaching you plus along with that one, Sean Sweeney from the Dallas Mavericks. He's an assistant has an awesome, um, 
clinic there as well where he talks about some of the essentials of being a coach in the NBA and concepts both offensively and defensively, starting with transition defense to attacking a switch, all of that. Lastly, Edere Messina, former assistant with Greg Popovich and the San Antonio Spurs, Currently, he is the head coach with Olympia Milan um, over in Europe. He is a Hall of Fame coach. Um, he's unbelievable. Anything he's ever put out, I've pretty much have consumed. And he has two great clinics on that same app on Coaching U Plus of how to switch defensively. Key concepts of, you know, everyone thinks switching is just saying the word switch. Um, no, he talks about really what you have to do to become a great um, defensive team if you want to be a switching man-to-man team. And then conversely, he comes back the next day so there's two separate clinics where he talks about attacking the switch and his big thing is he's not just going through plays or drills he's actually teaching the why behind it and he's discussing his thought process on why he makes certain decisions so why he would decide to have his team switch everything one day versus not switch everything and then he goes about the pros and cons too like he talks about his ideas but he shows the weak points he shows the flaws in each in each scenario and maybe different ways that teams have explored did it in the past, but I absolutely love everything he um, he puts out because he just does such a good job teaching and explaining, makes everything make sense. All right, so that was a life update for June. Getting into July, we actually just got back from recruiting the first July live period. Um, I was kind of all over the place. I started in Chicago at Nike Nationals, which is such an awesome event. Um, then I drove to Indianapolis, hit um, the War Games for a day, and then I finished out my trip at the classic, the historic run for the roses in Louisville, Kentucky, which I always love going back to. I played in that tournament. It doesn't feel like too long ago. Um, and that was always the, the, the best one. Um, and that one's always just a lot of fun. So many teams, so many courts, a lot going on, great buzz in the gym. And it was even better when we finished up, I was on my way back home and our kids were arriving on campus. So whole team is back except for Ella and Maria Keeley. Um, both of our Irish kids are playing on the U20 FIBA Ireland uh, national team. So we are wishing them the best of luck. Um, that's why they will, are, will not be back for the rest of summer too. But everyone else back on campus, including our uh, our six freshmen, we have a transfer. Um, so a lot of new faces and there's been a great energy in the gym. We just finished up week one. We had three on-court workouts. They were in Coach B strength and conditioning Monday through Friday for an hour. So again, a lot of learning, a lot of teaching the first week, but they had an excitement about them and energy about them and they are eager. They are eager to make an impact um, right away. And again, knowing that a lot of our team is young this year so again starting from the ground up and really trying to explain everything that we do and the why behind everything that we do so that we're starting with a culture um, of excellence culture of standards we're setting the standard um, for everybody each and every day whether it's in the weight room whether it's off the court whether it's on the court um, and just building a great team atmosphere a great competitive atmosphere built around kids that absolutely love to play basketball and that really care about one another on the other side of things, I've been planning Elite Camp. Um, that's happening early August for us. So just trying to make it as competitive as possible, trying to get in some kids that we're obviously really interested in. A lot of young kids um, that we think are up and coming. Um, local kids, kids from out of town, trying to mix it up. But we really take pride in that day, making it really uh, you know, a, an overall encompassing event in terms of having an academic piece, having a weightlifting piece, and then obviously the majority of it being about basketball, about meeting our players, spending time with 
our players, but introducing them to kind of our style, how we do things here. Um, so elite camp planning, um, that's going to really pick up this week, just trying to see where we're at and the logistics. I've never really planned that myself, but I have recently taken over the recruiting coordinating spot. So I am learning quickly, getting familiar with uh, all the stuff that I have not had to do in the past, but it's been, again, really, really good for me. Um, definitely a step in the right direction, a step of growth, new roles, new responsibilities. So been really good. Um, one app, actually, I want to throw this one out there to make your life easier. You guys have to download Notion. If you're somebody that um, struggles with organization, um, wants to get more organized, more importantly, it doesn't matter if you struggle, if you don't really mind that you're unorganized and this isn't for you. But if you're somebody who's actively trying to be more productive, to try and build systems, to try and just have everything in one place, I highly recommend downloading the app Notion. It goes on your desktop. Honestly, that's where I think it works best. They have an app for your phone, obviously, um, but I think it's way more efficient on your computer, um, on your laptop, whatever. And it's awesome because it builds databases. It lets you categorize things. If you've used Evernote in the past, um, it's similar, but to me, it's way more user-friendly. It's way more creative. You can have icons for everything. You can kind of put emojis in. You can make it, you can kind of deck it out and make it more customizable. Um, and it's awesome because you have all of your notes and all of your categories, um, but it's searchable. Everything is in one place. It's free, best of all. Um, and it's really cool. It lets you embed links. It lets you create databases. So for recruiting, for example, you know, I have tags. So whether it's 2025s, 2026s, 2027s, you can tag each recruit. You can categorize things. You can filter stuff. It's absolutely amazing, and I haven't even like touched the surface of what it can actually do. I'm still learning the app, but it's been awesome. I keep all my content stuff in there, my calendars in there, my to-dos, my logins, anything. Um, I know it's in that app, and it's pretty much been a lifeline, so it's pretty cool. Download that app. It is called Notion. And lastly, moving forward into the end of July and August, we actually go back out recruiting for the second half of July next week. So I'm headed to Rock Hill, South Carolina for the Adidas tournament. So I'll head out on Thursday, probably come back Monday night, Tuesday morning. I'll be finishing up at Spooky Nook, um, the classic Nook in uh, Mannheim, Pennsylvania. So excited for that. But aside from recruiting, August again is going to be when our camp happens. We're planning some official visits um, and some unofficial visits as well. So I'm going to try and get as many of those done while our kids are here. To me, it doesn't make much sense to have too many visits when players and students aren't on campus. Obviously, in the summer, no students, but our players are here. We're having workouts. Those are what recruits want to see, in my opinion. They want to be able to meet the team. They want to be able to spend time. They want to be able to play pickup, whatever it might be. Um, so we're going to try and get as many of those um, done so that we're able to really make it a full experience for the recruits that are coming up. We're going to be planning some events in September and October, whether it's our tip-off event, official visits for our committed kids, um, some alumni stuff. So a lot of planning to start kind of getting a hold of for um, September, October, preseason stuff. There's a shutdown week in August, so I'll probably head home to North Carolina, and that's when I will be planning to start watching more of our games from last year, kind of going back to last season, start dialing in for preseason stuff in terms of scouting, uh, maybe kind of going back over what we what we didn't do well last year from a big-picture standpoint, um, now being a couple months out from the end of last season. So that'll be big for me, just spending a week kind of dialing back into us from an X's and O's standpoint point, but 
Lots of things happening. It's been an awesome summer again. I can't believe how fast it's going. Still playing golf, uh, not once a week, probably once every other week, and I try and get back on that in August once a week so I can uh, not suck. But uh, yeah, other than that, life has been great. It's been awesome. It's been a good summer. Going to continue to produce content throughout the summer, more pods, more YouTube stuff. Let me guys, let me know what you guys want to see um, in the future months. These just riff and rant. Um, podcast episodes are like you're listening to now are super easy for me. I could talk for a freaking hour on here, but I'm not going to do it. I will spare you. Tried to throw you some gems in terms of some of the clinics and stuff I've watched. Um, and then obviously Notion, the app that I've used. Um, but we'll continue to kind of share some of that as I, you know, encounter new things, new ways to make things more efficient, all of that. So I will check back in probably about a month or so as we, uh, wrap up the summer. But I hope you guys did enjoy this little life update podcast. And if you did, Make sure to leave the podcast a rating, leave it a review, check out the YouTube, check out the other podcast episodes. You guys know what to do. Um, Safe travels to anyone else that's going recruiting next week or anyone going on vacay. Keep getting better. Keep moving forward. Would love to connect with anyone who's interested in talking some hoops, talking anything basketball. You know, I'm all game for that. So thanks again, guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.